Hey everyone, I'm Jeremiah. I'm a compulsive eater. Hi, Jeremiah. I wasn't nervous until this thing came out. <laughs> oh shit, this thing now in perpetuity. Um, and it's a it's a shout out for the podcast because I use them so heavily uh, myself because for me, um, I don't care what any of you look like. I, I just want to get a perspective other than what I've been taught. And so that's what I get from podcasts. Uh, so subscribe and listen. Um, I'll start with the numbers. Um, I came into the rooms and gained my abstinence January 7th, 2010. So it's a little over 69,000 days ago, which is remarkable for me. Um, when I came into the rooms, I was 320 pounds and I am around 230 now. So it's um, a weight loss sustained of about 90 pounds. And I've been at this weight now for the better part of four to five years. Um, and that in itself is remarkable once we get into all of this. Um, so um, my home group is the Tuesday night century meeting. Um, I am a century person. I'm sponsored by a century person. I sponsor century people. Um, if you consider yourself obese or morbidly obese, I pray that you have the courage to come and find me after the meeting so we can talk. Um, so what it was like, um, as a child, um, I was not the type of kid who was taught uh, how to behave. Um, I wasn't taught how to eat. Um, I was a latchkey kid to a single father and I lived overseas pretty much until my late teens. Um, my mom and dad um, are both alcoholics. My mom was a pill popper right from the day I was born. Um, my birthday is a result of a really bad car accident. Um, and my dad um, is a sex addict, so I got the good boy's disease. Um, but this is uh, just me claiming my seat. Um, my parents truly never should have had children. Um, my mom didn't want kids, but she um, carried me to term on the condition that when my dad was deployed overseas that, um, that he would take care of me and that's what he wanted. Uh, but he didn't really know what he was getting himself into. Um, I had many, many different nannies growing up, although they weren't really there to tend to me. They were there to tend to my dad. Um, so I, I was, you know, the, the six and seven year old who, uh, my dad got me up and made me breakfast every day, but um, I sourced my own lunch at school and I would ride my bike to what they call the BX. It's like the base exchange, which is the, the grocery store shopping center on every military base. So I would ride my bike there and I would get whatever I wanted for dinner. And this is a daily occurrence. Or I would go to any of the fast food restaurants and um, then I would go home and I would tend to myself. And uh, I was my own best friend. Um, I escaped reality by um, 
slipping into watching television and um, I numbed myself out with food and I didn't know what a compulsive eater was. Um, I thought that this is just how we all ate. Um, and that was the pattern. And once that really took root, um, that was my entire behavior until I, I came into the rooms. Um, so I, I, I didn't know how to eat. I wasn't taught how to eat. Um, I, I was loved and, and I was cared for, but you know, being uh, a single dad, my, my dad wasn't someone who, you know, really opened up and was overly affectionate or um, overly communicative. Um, and so I, I grew up from the people that, that I saw on television. Uh, thank you. Um, God, that goes by so fast. Um, so compulsive eating, isolation came in, um, and that, that really was my childhood. Um, then in um, adolescence, my dad was deployed overseas, and I couldn't live with him. So I went back to live with my mom, and uh, my mom, uh, you know, she, I believe she did, I believe that she did the best that she could, but um, she was an RN and she reserved her bedside manner for her patients. And um, I truly got the worst, um, the worst side of her. She was mentally ill, alcoholic, pill popper. And um, it, it, uh, it was, it was a bad uh, scene. I, I need to pause and say that I'm really uncomfortable. Um, vulnerability is, is really difficult for me. And the only reason that I'm in the seat right now tonight is because um, I believe that um, vulnerability um, brings out my best authentic self and um, help keeps me abstinent. And in the end, it's the only way that I'm gonna find serenity. So uh, I just wanna say I'm feeling really vulnerable and frenetic. Um, so my, my mom died um, by her own hand in front of me. And um, so I, I've been enrolled in some sort of trauma therapy uh, for the majority of my life. If any of you are familiar with the ACEs, score, I'm a 9.2 on a scale of 12. So um, the fact that, that I'm here today and um, the fact that I have achieved what I have physically and emotionally, <coughs> spiritually, um, truly is, is remarkable. So I, I pat myself on the back for that. But um, what happened? Um, I couldn't stop you guys. I could not stop eating. I could not stop rewarding myself or punishing myself or every decision, you know, that would come into my brain. The answer was food. If I had a really shitty day, then that was the excuse to go to one or more often than not multiple drive throughs And then I would go home and watch television. If I had a really good day or if I, you know, gained a new client, or if something really amazing happened, I rewarded myself with food. 
Food was the answer to everything in my brain. It was the most um, important relationship that I had. Um, and it was, it was absolutely self-destructive. Um, I was hospitalized three times for poisoning myself from consuming fast food. I didn't learn the first two times, you guys. I had to be pumped and fleshed out, and, and I didn't get the message. Um, I, I don't know what ultimately took me to my first OA meeting, and, and I don't know what happened to help me become abstinent, uh, but, but I did, and, and I'm here. I also got really sick, and so that, that did you know, really help. Um, so I, I went to um, my, my first meeting. I gained my food sobriety in Seattle, and um, it was a very rainy Thursday night in a room, about 70 people, and um, I heard this dude on the other side of the room talking, and he wasn't saying my story, but I knew the intensity in which he spoke, and, and I heard my own story through him. And I went up to him at the end of the day, and I don't know how I, I gained the courage to do that, you guys, but, but I went up there and said, dude, I need some help. Can you help? And, um, and we spent the next three hours together, and I took my first step um, that night. Um, so what it is like now, um, I'm not sitting in this chair for any of you tonight. I know that by doing this, I'm being of service, and certainly I hope that you get something out of this. But I'm doing this uh, for me. Um, I, I believe that I work a very strong program. I have to because um, I know what a life that is not abstinent looks like. and. It's not something I can go back to um, because I will eat myself into a grave. Um, I, I know that, you guys. <laughs> I know. Thank you. Um, I know that it's, it's right there. And you guys, I, I deal with this compulsion every day. I have food thoughts every day. I have food obsessions every day. I know what every person around my Thanksgiving dinner ate. <laughs> I know. I know what they ate. I'm obsessed. But what I know now is how not to act on that compulsion. I have, you know, my, my little round table group of people that I can pick up the phone and I can call and, you know, will help bring me back from the ledge. Um, I begrudgingly write. I hate writing. I, um, I hate picking up the phone, but I, I know that that is me going to any length in order to ensure my food sobriety. Um, I have to be of service. If I'm not of service, I don't get to a meeting. And if I'm not at a meeting, I can't sit here and get the message from you guys. I rarely share in meetings. I, I don't like sharing. <laughs> I don't like the spotlights on me um, in, in these rooms. 
my job is to just come here, carve out the space, go to any lengths to get my ass in the seat and to be present enough to be open to listen for the solution come out of one of you. That's all I, I want, I, I'm really selfish. I just wanna know what you're doing today to not take that first <coughs> impulsive bite. Um, my program now, um, I'll say is a little bit on autopilot. I, um, someone, someone asked me um, at the Thanksgiving marathon in Oakland, uh, it was great, I didn't know hardly anyone there, and that's why I went over there this year. Um, and someone, uh, someone asked me, um, tell me about your program. I'm like, um, okay. So for some reason, I, I brought up making yogurt. I, I don't know if any of you guys have made yogurt, but it, it's really simple. You have a bowl, and you add milk, and then you add culture, and you let it sit. If you try to cook it too fast, if you try to do anything to speed it up, you're just gonna fuck it up. So my program is a lot like making yogurt. I, I have a really strong foundation and my job is to not do anything to fuck it up. I don't know if that makes sense. Uh, yeah, there you go, there you go. Um, it's just, it's, it's, Relaxing. I, I'm a little bit of an intense person. Um, outside of these rooms, um, it, it's a really stressful, high profile, and I really like that I don't have to be that in here. And I can just come here, I can let it sit, I can let it do its thing, and um, it'll be what it needs to be in the end. Um, I, I want to do this by myself. I know that I can't. I know that with you I can. And I hate that. Um, because I don't like being vulnerable. I, I don't like what your shares are going to be after this. Um, I, um, but I, 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 I live in gratitude. So I, I, think, I think I'm going to wrap up by just letting God um, put some gratitude out here. Um, I understand that I have had a hard life and I know that I deserve better. Um, I know that through abstinence I will uh, find my serenity. I know that God loves me more than I can imagine. Um, I know that abstinence is the table in which I put the puzzle of my life together and without it I absolutely have nothing so please Find your abstinence and work it. Um, even though I don't want to be here, I think that it's really special that there is this place right now that this compulsive eater can come and 
put his vulnerabilities out there for everyone to hold and you're holding it and and i feel that and even though i i want to do this i i really do feel the love um and i am and with that thank you so much for being here tonight